0: Hi, and welcome to Trans Sister Radio. Hi, I'm Jody Denithorne. And I'm Kelly Denithorne. This is show number two of season two. And today we are going to first talk about what's up with the neo pronouns. Neo pronouns, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of a new, new, new. Herb. in our society. Um, and then secondly, we will be discussing anti-transgender celebrities discussing how uh, they're upset because apparently nobody can be called a woman anymore. Yeah,
1: kind of a, you have
0: too much time in your
1: hands, but we are gonna talk about it because, really? Okay. And then lastly today that we
0: are going to discuss, what was it, strange crimes? Strange crimes and weird happenings. Let's just go with that. Strange crimes and weird happenings from around the world. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Okay. We want to thank you so much for being here today.
1: Yeah, we hope that you laugh as much as we do and we listen to ourselves later. Uh, we hope that you enjoy and learn
0: from us. So, yeah. So our first topic today is what's up with neo-pronouns? Mm.
1: Yeah. As a teacher, I often get asked, at least in the last several years, from students to use specific pronouns, which is awesome. Totally insupportive, clearly, from my life. Yeah, that's just a couple new ones have been coming up lately. And and apparently there's a new term. So, neo-pronoun. So, a student asked me to call themselves Faye, which is new. That's a new one. Uh, And then two students asked to be called It, which is, you know. Okay, well, um, yeah, so, hey,
0: (laughs) dive in. Let's, Let's start the deep dive. Deep dive's coming. But let's back up for a moment. Okay. Because I tend to be grammatically challenged, then my language terms tend to not be on the up and up. So let's go over pronouns. Oh, what exactly is a pronoun? Where do we use pronouns in our society?
1: Pronouns are a word that replaces a noun. So if the person's name is Lisa, we could say Lisa has a cat. And we can replace the word Lisa
0: with she, which is a pronoun. She has a cat. Okay. So you said a noun though, so is it any noun or is it a proper noun? Or is it like as a person noun? Or
1: no, it's like... any noun. Okay? okay, so then traditionally we have had he, she,
0: they, it.
1: And those are the so basic. So, like if we're discussing
0: ones. like people that are AFAP people or assigned female at birth, we might say like she and her. Yes. Traditionally. Yes. Um, if they identify female. Yes. Um, whereas, like with a dog, we're not always as um, specific or like caring in terms of like male or female. So, we might reference a dog as being an it.
1: Absolutely. So, let's say I saw a dog on the road. I could say I saw a dog on the road, or I could say I saw it on the road, because I wouldn't know specifically whether that animal was a biologically shown female or male dog. Anything that's not human, that is a noun, is considered an it. So we're talking a blanket. We're talking the remote control. We're talking an
0: elephant. But people do gender some things like that. People do gender like a car.
1: Yes, but grammatically speaking, it's an it. Yeah.
0: Typically things that are not human. Yes. So in some ways, our language is kind of set up in that it tends to be not human, thus we kind of think of it being dehumanizing.
1: Uh, yeah. You know, so that's why a lot of people will say, well, you shouldn't call a dog an it, but I mean, like, if you don't know whether the dog is this or that, you would call it an it. But you wouldn't call a child an it. You wouldn't be like, you know, go up to a parent and say, how is it doing? If you didn't know how that family projected that child's gender, you would ask. Because you shouldn't be calling a child it, in my opinion. Apparently, unless
0: that child is asking
1: to be referenced as as an it. So
0: we have this use of pronouns in our language (laughs) amongst humans, Then it tends to signal our gender. Yes. To many of us human beings, use of a proper pronoun is a very important thing, and it's actually a legal thing uh, in in many cases. Typically, we have pronouns, and then we have this concept of neo pronouns, which tend to be gender neutral pronouns. And I think that that's why mm. many people tend to gravitate towards them that consider themselves to be non binary, because they prefer gender neutral pronoun usage. So, we've gone over our common pronouns. So, some of the more common neo pronouns that have been used would be the Z. So it's actually xe. Okay, I've
1: heard that.
0: I didn't know it was spelled that way, but All I've right. heard that. Okay. So that would be like Z, zem and zir, I believe. Again, yeah. my pronunciation of these are a little bit yeah. Well, unsure. I'm not. I'm not 100% fair. positive um, if I'm pronouncing them properly. So the next one that's here would be i or e. It would be it's E-Y. E-Y. So ey. So it's i m and ear. So i e i r would be the last one. Okay. And that is just this is a pronoun.
1: The cat Mm-hmm.
0: So they're really—it's really not gender-based at all. Right. Correct. None of these give an indication like, oh, okay, so then Z and z would be indicating male or female.
1: I just found a piece that was talking about Fey, mm-hmm. um, and it said that this is again not a gender piece, but it has an association with Fey, as in
0: what you and I read about or fairy. Right. Correct. So Fey folk. Fey folk. Yeah. So let's try to go through our our list here okay. of standard neo pronouns, and then we're gonna get into something that's actually a little bit updated from neo-pronouns. Okay. Which is the next step. Okay. So the next step, I believe, would be talking about the fae people. All okay. right. Next, we have Z or zai, or zay. That's z-i-e. Zim and Zir. so... Okay. Another one, the V. Just V-E, ver and viz, or then ni, nim or near.
1: I have to admit, I have not heard of most of those. I have not. Some, I have, but I would say at least 75% I have not heard yet. The ones to me
0: that are most common would be Z. Um, I think I've
1: heard that for sure.
0: I believe like the X-E. Um, I've had some friends that have asked to be referred to as fey. So I'd be, I think it's like fay and fair. I'm not sure. But I was looking it up and there are all sorts of different yeah, pronouns are that fair. some people go by, some people are are using it as descriptors of self in many ways, identifiers as to who they are Mm -hmm. and which is why I think that pronouns are very important and that's why there's such a wide variety of them is because people do use them as descriptors about who they are to other people
1: I find it to be really quite fascinating, I mean, you know I told my kids the other day in class that when I was their age, I was pretty sure that I was an alien because when I was a kid I watched that amazing cartoon about an alien baby oh, being yes. switched Yab. over, yeah, with, with the human baby and I'm adopted and I was so much different than my family and so I kind of relate like if had there had been a pronoun that I could have like let people know that, like oh I am sure that I am th- no I am not of this planet <laughs> uh, I might have used it I really might have I didn't tell the kids that part because it didn't really kind of connect those pieces but we were chatting so you know because I, I always call them my humans like right my humans and they're like what if I'm an alien like that's all. Awesome. <laughs> me too for a while. Um, so yeah,
0: I don't know. I think it's really interesting. I actually I really like the use of pronouns as identifiers, but I do have a struggle with it. Mm. And this might partly stem from the fact that I am what would be considered to be a binary trans woman mm. because I was AMAB, assigned male at birth, and I have transitioned to living my life entirely as a woman and I expect to be identified as a woman. For me, I want people to be able to look at me and I want people to be able to see that I am female and I want people to automatically use proper pronouns. And I've enforced that with legal statutes um, at my job. that people must do this. So this is a really big issue. It's a large issue for me because it's considered to be sexually harassing to not use my proper pronoun. So that implies that they're calling me a different gender. Yeah. And it's that calling me a different gender that is sexual harassment. So you can't call people out for their genders. So unfortunately, I think that it's hard for people that are non-binary because they want people to use different pronouns. So even just using they and them, I think is is a challenge for most cisgender people. I think they kind of raise their eyebrows at the whole they them thing, and we've all been taught well, those of us that are over a certain age have been taught, you do not write that way, you pick a gender and you go with it. But if people want um, people, and I know friends that are upset because when they walk up to somebody, they're not gendered properly with they, them. With a couple of my friends that have told me that they want to use fae, I feel kind of bad for them because I'm like, well, you're kind of setting yourself up for a little bit of heartache. You're free to do that you're free to choose to use fae for your pronouns oh, but yeah. I just think but
1: you're going to have to wear a sign you pretty know? much
0: yeah. nobody's going to just randomly go up to you and dress you as fae yeah. they're just not going to do it if you're like me and you're really hurt by somebody not using the proper pronouns you're kind of setting yourself up for heartache Yeah, I, mean, I just I think At, that that's kind of harsh if,
1: if you're going to be real about it and just be like okay this is what I'm going to stick with and you just tell everybody and that's fine you No, know? it's no big deal I go by fay, you know but I think you're going to have to be very clear in your own space that like people are not going to look at you and go, I, I see I see a fairy. I mean, if you wear wings, if you have pointy ears, maybe that might be an indication that, that you are in that space. But I don't think that most people are just going to look at a person and just say fae.
0: You're right. I think it might be a little bit of, oh. Um, I think that those things are, are really challenging uh, for most people that don't really consider gender. Yeah. That's a hard thing, I think, for transgender people to understand is that not everybody thinks about gender 24 hours a day, seven days a week. (laughs) What? Oh, wait. Yeah, we don't. Typically, most transgender people, we obsess about everything gender-related. We just go over the top, overboard with anything and everything that could possibly be gender-related. And we overthink it and we we grind it down into the dirt. Um, And it's hard for us to understand sometimes how come gender is not important to the cisgender community? How come pronouns don't seem to be important and don't seem to be relevant to the cisgender community when it's so important and it's such a signifier about who we are? And our status um, in society.
1: Yeah. Well, cisgender people were we're just, you know,
0: privileged. Well, you're privileged to not be obsessed about gender. That's And I'm And I'm I'm jealous. Yes. I'm actually really jealous. I just, I look at cisgender people and I'm like, wow, it'd be amazing to just not be obsessed about gender. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Okay. So with pronouns, try to use and respect people's pronouns that they have asked you to use.
1: And be gracious. If you mess it up, go, oops, and then just say it and move on. Don't make a big deal out about it. But it's great to say, ah, ah, like really quickly and then move on. Doesn't need to be a big discussion about the process. Just recognize it. Use the correct pronoun. Move on. Because you think about enough already.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think about gender just a little bit too too much. Just a little bit too much. Alrighty. Our second thing that we we're talking about is relatively recently, sadly, the Supreme court decided to overturn Roe versus Wade and that ended federal protection for abortion rights. And strangely enough, I heard on the news, people started talking and connecting transgender people to the outcry that was happening and about how transgender people were kind of villains in the situation. And that many people were actually very upset with transgender people in connection to the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And I was very confused about as to why that was. And what it turns out is that a lot of people were saying that the overturning of Roe versus Wade was an attack upon women. And some people were a little bit concerned about that because they said, well, that's not really actually being very inclusive.
1: Well, we've seen the news more than once that a trans male who has not had any change to their birth and genitals and reproductive systems get pregnant. That affects absolutely some trans men. And Also, people who are intersex, who are born with both genitalia. I mean, there's a wider range out there than this notion of women is this, right? And so, I don't know. I just feel like, why are you guys even having this discussion at all? Instead of just focusing on the fact that this right has been taken from any human any human who feels the need to have this procedure.
0: It's a medical procedure. Absolutely, Yeah. So again, we're talking about medical procedures that are being decided by society, non-medical people. Yeah. Supreme Court is not filled with medical doctors. No.
1: Neither are almost all of the governing bodies of each state. Right. And beyond that, um, it's just not your right to tell me what I can do with my body. It's like telling me I can't have like a brand new cancer treatment. No, I should be able
0: to make that choice for myself. The problem is referencing people that can give birth, because once upon our time in our society, we didn't want to accept that there was a variety within humanity. And so we wanted to be able to say that people that give birth equals women, and they are one and the same. And so when people are getting mad at us for using the word women, then some celebrities stood up and they said they got upset. So celebrities like Macy Gray or Bette Midler, along with the Harry Potter author, so they got upset because they were saying that we should be able to use the word women to describe people that give birth. And while typically I wouldn't say that's a relatively high percentage of people personally do identify as female, there's actually a fairly large percentage of people that don't identify as female. I personally know of several people who identify as non-binary who are very interested in giving birth. Mm
1: Oh, I tell you, I don't know. Oh, I don't know why they're given any sort of time, okay? Like, what? who cares what you have to say about this? Shut the hell up and sit the hell down. Really? Yeah, I mean, <sighs> anything where you're standing up in front of a, a huge audience and saying these people should be excluded and then we listen, that's just sick. It's just wrong. I mean, if you're talking about excluding, you know, murderers, okay, I'm with you. That's not what people are doing at this
0: point. Sadly, in our society, people that are seen to be celebrities, they are seen to be experts in ways. And people will listen to them because they're like, oh, well, this is somebody that's important. Bette Midler has been a very important person in society. She has done important work. And so we should listen. I think that that's one of the things that ends up happening. And those are people that grab headlines. And those are people that get to go on shows like Pierce Morgan. So they're given a voice. They're given Mm this opportunity. I think it's there's a certain segment of the population who likes to vilify people that are transgender. And they are ultimately anti-transgender. And sadly, for many of the people, they want to retain the right to be ignorant. And in their ignorance, they want to retain the right to discriminate because they would prefer the world to be a nice easier package they can't conceptualize a transgender male typically sadly in our society transgender men are largely erased there's a large misconception out there that 95 percent of the people that are transgender are transgender females where we are assigned male at birth and we transition to females so that we can invade female spaces that's Ultimately, the goal of pretty much every single transgender female is to just be able to invade cisgender female spaces so that we can get in there and be our standard perverted selves. And so that's many people's sad misconception of transgender people. So trying to tell somebody to say to them, listen, somebody can be assigned female at birth. They can have all of the proper equipment that is required for the physicality of birth. But that person may not identify as female later on in their life. They may, in fact, have transitioned or not. They may have had surgeries or not. They may have had taken hormones or not. And in many ways, those things don't always hundred percent disrupt that process and that ability to give birth. So some of these people can retain the ability to give birth, and they may identify as non-binary or as male. And people that are cisgender that kind of see transgender people as an evil plight against society they can't conceptualize of a transgender male who is giving birth as transgender people in general what we're saying is everybody should have the right to body autonomy you should have a right to what happens to your body which is essentially at the heart of the argument about why the overturning of roe versus wade is so horrible yes is that this should be a federally protected thing because everybody should have a right to body autonomy Mm -hmm. and what is actually happening with your body. So basically, it's actually kind of sad that celebrities are commenting on a topic that they don't really actually know about because really Mm, most people that are transgender, what we stand up for is body autonomy, which is really essentially what the pro-choice crowd is also saying as far as abortion is concerned, that everybody should have the right to be able to rule over our own bodies and what we would like to have happen with our bodies. So
1: yeah, I feel like they're uninformed, you know, maybe we should get out there and crack a book. Yeah, that'd be Nice. <laughs> uh so yeah i 100% agree with you on that statement that's what i see from the trans community it's about it's my body let me be and do with myself what is right for me right and i think that that's 100% what pro-choice is about so
0: yeah maybe y'all need to
1: just get a
0: little bit of an edumacation uh being educated yeah that would be a great thing if people could actually be educated yeah kind of our milieu as educators. Yes, it's our milieu. We please just crack a book. Okay, so speaking of learning a little bit, you're interested in discussing strange crimes uh, that that have happened from about the world. And I think that this first strange crime has something to do with battery with a cheeseburger. Indeed it does.
1: So, from the amazing state of Florida. Oh, okay. Which, Great. <laughs> which I, I listened to some podcasts here and there that report little uh, weird things that happen in Florida. And I don't know. I don't know what's happening with y'all down there, but woo. So, yeah, a 41-year-old man uh, was in a Burger King arguing with his girlfriend that she wasn't eating her food. He wanted her to eat, and she just did not want to have it, didn't want to eat the food. And apparently, she decided to walk out the door, and he threw the cheeseburger at the back of her head
0: which you would think like well I'm laughing of course you're uh, laughing I'm laughing because so I like, threw a cheeseburger Sorry, a cheeseburger right yeah, I'd that. be kind of annoyed you know upset if you threw a cheeseburger if you hurled a cheeseburger at the back of my head
1: right but I, I have to admit but I the, do not think that I
0: there's a part of me that would giggle about it I don't I'd be, be laughing like, oh my, my God. ass off, did right? she just hit me with a cheeseburger she, she threw did a cheeseburger. she just tag me with a cheeseburger my wife threw a cheeseburger at oh my, my head anyways <laughs> it says he was jailed after a felonious cheeseburger Battery. Yes. How do we get from something that's comical, you know, and, and hitting somebody in the back of the head with a with a cheeseburger, uh, as wrong as it is, um, but how do we get from there to felony? I'm just thinking this dude must have had a really good arm, you know,
1: like he should have been playing <laughs> baseball or football because he, he threw it so hard that she actually fell over onto the curb. How and... hard was the cheeseburger? That would be no. an awful
0: cheeseburger. I think Could it Could really it be like, a, like a quarter pounder cheeseburger? I, it or a be too like, big, Like a four patty burger. It's Burger King, so like it's not a wh- quarter pounder.
1: Could it be a double whopper? But it caused her to fall over on a curb, and she cut open her face, her lip, and her chin. Because he had such good velocity with this cheeseburger that she fell.
0: And uh, so now he's in jail. For any sort of battery upon, What
1: looks like upon what it people. says here is that it basically it caused her to slip. So it kind of like was like a, what, wait, what? Not like the cheeseburger was so hard. Well, that we're talking about outside of like Wisconsin, fall.
0: you know, caused her to slip. Like you know, you're outside and the ground is completely frozen.
1: Well, but if you're you know? if you're yelling and screaming, you might be like really upset and bothered, and you didn't expect a cheeseburger to the back of your head. So maybe it was just a surprise. Like there's a spider, or like when I broke my leg, there's a snake. <laughs> uh, the cops observed blood on the victim's shirt and shorts, and cheese on her shirt and in her hair so clearly as it hit the back of her head little
0: little cheese explosion i should not be laughing person got hurt you know can i see what's happening here that this couple's maybe having a, ha- yep. having a problem having having yep. a little bit totally you know an argument they get a little bit heated there she's walking out and she gets tagged by this cheeseburger and falls down and gets really beat up about it cops go ahead and show up and it does say he has two prior
1: domestic battery convictions so you know all right maybe if you had never hucked a cheeseburger <laughs> anyone ever before they might have just come and said all right chill out go home separate but maybe it's your third thing that you've done even though it's as ridiculous as throwing a cheeseburger maybe you have a problem but yeah hadn't heard of anybody uh being arrested before for um well it sounds like he really
0: he needed to be jailed i I feel like this isn't i do yes Yes. (laughs) all right Okay, so what was the uh, the next thing that, that you... Okay, know?
1: well, this actually came up, and I don't even know how I found this because it was actually quite a few years ago. Um, but it, apparently someone stole a circumcision ambulance. Also, turns out circumcision ambulances exist. Okay, so that alone. I mean, what? I just, what? It took me a moment. We actually talked about it for a moment until I did a little more deep dive. Because we were like, what does this mean? Like, they're on hand in case it goes wrong?
0: People steal something all the time. That's not an unusual crime nope. in any way. What exactly is a circumcision ambulance? So, can you back up on the story for a moment yeah. here and explain
1: <laughs> we the car over what exactly example, is, is a
0: circumcision <laughs> ambulance?
1: Yes, apparently, and this was in Britain, they have an ambulance and it's not an ambulance. It's a car. It's a very nice four-door car but will come to your house and perform circumcisions at home. Okay, which is not an unusual practice around the world. I just didn't know that there would be a little car that you know will come to your house and do that and then take away the parts so is it like an uber you know what it's hysterical it looked like a plaid taxi so these people stole this car right which is worth about forty-five thousand dollars. then the next day they found it at a park and they speculate because the car would have been worth a lot of money speculate that they left it there because they found out that there were uh, leftovers penis tips penis tips all right she said it i wasn't gonna say it but she said it there were penis tips left in the car because not everybody apparently wants to keep their child's
0: penis tip i don't know if that's the uh, i have no idea what that <laughs> at all i doubt <laughs> I <did that. laughs> penis tip but the, the, the but the piece of skin that that is the, removed when a, a circumcision. circumcision happens yeah. which by the way i think is a horrendous horrendous um, I'm thing i'm gonna go right to, to do go to, on to anybody
1: right now yeah uh, no no no, People, no no
0: don't please i understand the no.
1: religious thoughts and i respect you but just stop cutting off parts well it's also more kids, than just Jesuses religious, and so ladies, people are like, princes, uh, you know, just, like so oh many men are going stop. to
0: sing, they want, they want their little boys to look like daddy, and it's like, okay, that's really strange. Yeah, a lot but, of women the, saying, okay, Oh, uh, this is better this way. It's like, No, oh, no, no, you know, no, the human no, no, body is the human body again, no. again, like we were talking about earlier body autonomy, right? So, if, if, it, the right if to a person choose. later wants to make that choice about their parts and they, they want to totally do that to their own body, that's what, but babies, yeah, that's to people that have no ability to make a choice. Again, we're talking about choice.
1: And I really have to admit that you you would hire someone to come to your house in what looks like a taxi cab and do a circumcision and then take away the parts. Leave it at Is me. it a medical person? I could not find that out, to be honest with you. I could not find
0: out whether or not these so people So this could work. just be some stranger that you're like inviting into your house and you're like, hey, come cut off the tip of my little boy's dick. My baby's so special to me. Just take a little off the top. <laughs> just curious though, like if you have this sort of, I'll drive to your house,
1: program <laughs> right does it have to be a doctor or could it be a rabbi or could it just be
0: somebody oh wait procedure so when they this drive the a little is,
1: car to your has house a circumcision
0: ambulance so yeah it uh, is like an uber you can order this and you can set it up and they'll come yeah. to your house and, uh-huh. and perform uh-huh. this service and then and
1: unfortunately for the people who stole that car which it would have been worth a lot if they could sell it freaked out because there were peanuts parts in it
0: yeah yeah huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I would not want to
0: find penis. Well,
1: I wouldn't steal a car. Let's start with that. But I just wouldn't want,
0: I wouldn't want a penis part. it's the penis part. Does that bother you?
1: A lot. Yeah. It's like if you steal a car and all of a sudden you go to the back and the whole trunk is full of dead squirrels. Nope.
0: You leave it. <laughs> you leave it. You just it. leave that one. You're you go, like, no, I'm going to go to the
1: parking lot somewhere. So what else could get the money for that stolen deal?
0: Not happy.
1: Okay, uh, yeah. So, last one is the hologram technology that allows a
0: woman to answer questions at her own funeral. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Can you explain exactly what's happening here? How exactly does a woman answer questions at her own funeral? Because You know, the whole idea about the funeral is, you know, that she's dead. So, is she having this thing and she's not dead? No, she's dead. Okay, Okay. so she's dead. How is she answering the questions?
1: An AI-driven chat box technology has allowed a woman to answer questions. Questions from beyond the grave at our own funeral. Yeah. So apparently there's this program that you can have your body, like before you die, clearly. It uses a program that has 20 different cameras and recordings of the subject to create a digital
0: holographic clone that can actually be interacted with. So it looks like you.
1: Yeah. No, it, it is you. Because they take pictures from you all around.
0: Well, it's not you. Because typically when we say, if somebody, <laughs> something says, if somebody takes my photograph, I don't say that that photograph is me. I'm Okay. You say it looks me. like you. okay okay yes all right it's a hologram that looks like you yes so it's a three-dimensional hologram that looks like you yeah that is programmed with your knowledge yes is this like an audience participation yes <laughs> are the questions preset okay so let's just look at this so i have uh, so many questions
1: i did too and i didn't get enough answers but i think it's amazing even though the experience was powered by this ai the answers given to questions were entirely in her own words because it talked to her for so long so when people ask questions, the AI was able to create the response that she would have said in relation to that question. Uh, They did it specifically because this woman, or she wanted to, she educated people about the Holocaust, and she wanted her experience to continue on, like, let people know about what had happened to her and her family with that, right? And so that's probably what the questions were about. It's probably not like, what color pants are you wearing?
0: Okay, so we're not for frivolous, this wasn't, sounds like this was like a frivolous use of this technology, that this technology was used and applied. Yes. To help keep the memory of this memories of this woman alive
1: yeah and so basically they stored all this information about these questions all these questions she asked about they asked about uh, the computer program. And then selected sort of a correct recording to play to answer a question at the funeral. So it's not really answering the questions. It's just like looking for clues given to it
0: by a question and then choosing the most appropriate answer. Okay. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an AI of sorts there. Yeah. It's deciding. Yeah. It's making a choice. It has yeah. a set amount uh-huh. number of responses, but it can pick and choose from different things. So I wonder how many questions they asked this person. I don't know. It says that it was understandably shocked funeral goers. So, funeral goers apparently were unaware that the woman was planning on doing this. This sort of came up out of the blue. I
1: I guess. Like like
0: I said, there was a few unanswered questions about this one. The story was not deep enough. Yeah, but interesting, right? right? Interesting. So, I think Mm -hmm. that that actually wraps up your segment there. It does. Absolutely. So, on strange crimes.
1: Strange crimes and happenings, I guess. Because the last one was AI. That wasn't a crime.
0: So, thank you very much for listening to our episode today. We appreciate you and would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at transistor.com. That is T-R-A-N-S-C-I-S-T-E-R.com. There, you can find all of our episodes, our show notes, and our contact information. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: We're stoked you came. Thank you so much.